Hello everyone and welcome back to the Pointless Podcast. So today we're going to be talking about a little more of a serious topic. I wanted to talk about depression and my depression, um, kind of what it's like, symptoms, things like that, you know, because I feel people should talk a little more openly about it and... I have no issues with people asking me questions or anything like that because at the end of the day, it's not like the more people that know, the less likely something's going to happen. I think it's just the more people that understand that you can have perfectly normal days where you seem just like everybody else and then you can have days where it cripples you, you know, it... It just needs to be kind of spoken about and shared about and I guess that's what I hope to do today. So, um, I've had depression probably for about seven years now. It started back when I was at secondary school. It was actually when I was in my third year of secondary school. I, I felt kind of, I guess kind of left out um everybody did pay a lot more attention to my brother because he just needed a little extra help so I was always kind of just left to myself it was always kind of oh well Jade's the good one Jade's Jade's just gonna keep on and she's just gonna keep doing her thing and she's just gonna keep being like the good kid and you know, I guess I guess nobody really kind of was like, oh, well, how was your day, Jade? You know, how was this? How was that? Uh, it was just very much whatever my brother would go up to. It was like, oh, well, we have to deal with that. And the school's called because he's done this and he's done that. And they misunderstood him and blah de blah So I was very much left alone a lot of the time. I was just kind of left to get on with myself and do my own thing. And... I guess maybe it kind of got to me, it it got to the point where I thought, well, quite clearly nobody cares because I'm never asked if I'm okay or if, you know, school's going alright or if, like, life in general is okay. So, I guess it kind of got to me and I got to the point where I just thought, well, maybe everybody would be better off without me, maybe it'd just be better if I wasn't around or wasn't alive and um we went down quite a dark hole quite quickly um we ended up kind of self-harming and thinking quite a bit about suicide in that first kind of year but obviously we're still here so it didn't happen but um I think A lot of the time, people either don't understand themselves when they're going through it, or they just don't understand how to communicate these kind of feelings, because you can say the word depressed, and people can run away or try to back away, they don't want to be involved, they're not interested. The word depression can freak out quite a lot of people, um, and there are a lot of negative connotations when it comes to saying the word depression people just feel like you could be using it as an excuse or people think that they might catch it or something 
when in actual fact it's just somebody asking for help most of the time somebody is just said look i think i'm depressed like i need help you know um and i think initially that is what my self-harm was i think it was a cry for help it was i just want somebody to ask if i'm okay um And in the end, I think I did tell a teacher and obviously she called up my parents. But again, obviously they were so interested with my brother that, you know, it wasn't, oh, we'll take you to the doctors, we'll we'll see, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll say what's going on. It was very much just a promise you won't do that again and, and off you go, we'll carry on like as normal. So... My feelings of not being listened to or kind of being better off and not being around were just kind of validated a little more. It was almost like, oh, well, uh, if they don't care enough to, to take me to the doctors or they don't care enough to to actually, like, find out if I am depressed or anything, then maybe they, they don't actually care and maybe, like, my family would be better off without me. And I think probably for a year, maybe two years, I kind of felt a lot like that. I felt quite low. I felt as if it would just be better if I wasn't around. But I stuck around and I carried on and just kept on plodding through. And I got obviously to year 11 and it was kind of a very serious year. And I think my mind got busy with schoolwork that it couldn't think so much until the night time about everything else but um yeah it kind of died down and flared back up and it has done for the past five odd years you know I can have a year where I think oh actually you know I'm feeling like really good you know we've had like a few little slip and slides but overall it's been pretty good and then I can have other years and it's like wow why am I still here on this earth and I don't know if that's just the way I look at things or the way I wake up in the morning and I think yeah today it's going to be a bad day but there are just so many factors that can come into it I mean there are so many factors within my life that affect how I feel, affect how I think and how I look at the day um, and I think that that counts for everybody else, obviously everybody else has their own things they're dealing with and obviously a lot of people don't actually know what I go through on a daily basis, what my mental challenge is on a daily basis and I think that's why it's very difficult for people to understand others with depression because you don't actually know what anybody goes through on a daily day you know at the end of the day somebody could literally be battling some kind of physical pain yet they could still put a smile on their face and you'd think they were the happiest person in the world but deep down they're dealing with that pain and you could have somebody that, I don't know, had been in a car crash, could still walk, but at the time they were in that crash, 
all they could think of was I want to die like if I can never walk again I'm out and the thing is things like that whether you hear whether you move on they stay with you for the rest of your life and they can creep back up on you whenever they decide to it's like losing a family member that grief can sneak back up on you whenever the hell it wants and that's what people don't seem to understand when it comes to depression it's like oh well you've had a good day so like you're cured then like you don't have depression it's like this is just one day we've still got however many left of this year and not all of them are going to be good not all of them are going to be bad but it doesn't just mean because i've had one good day that i'm suddenly cured and it's all hunky-dory and we're going to go back to normal because at the end of the day normal was not good for the person beforehand so normal is not going to be good for them in the long run and i think that's something else that people don't don't quite think about is that whatever situation you were in whether it was home life school life whatever to end up depressed to end up feeling the way you do there's something in your life in your house in your relationship that is causing you to be this way and staying there and doing the same old things day in and day out is not going to help you get any better because you were still in the same situation that caused you to be this way in the first place and I think it took me quite some time to realize that myself because I didn't think of it as being like family or school or anything like that I just kind of thought oh maybe like everybody would be better off about me but at no point did I think oh well maybe the way I'm treated at school or the way I'm treated with my family is like the underlying issue it was just I think everyone would be better off without me but it kind of dawned on me I think once I got to college and once I was kind of at home a bit more just with myself and it was like I found that I enjoyed my time alone so much more than I enjoyed time with other people that it kind of dawned on me that oh actually it could just be this that actually upsets me and and causes me the pain it does rather than it just being like oh well nobody's interested and I think once I kind of opened up a little more and spoke about my feelings rather than just kind of burying them because I mean I was very good at that and and still am very good at that but I think once you start opening up and letting people in they can understand you a bit more but obviously you have to come to that on your own terms I had to come to that on my own terms it's very scary telling people but I think you hit that point and I think everybody hits that point where you just think do you know what I don't care I don't care how they react I don't care what they say I am this goddamn sad down depressed suicidal at whatever point that you just think if somebody asks how are you you're just going to turn around and you're actually going to tell them the truth because you no longer care and you're just like yep whatever screw it i think as well because you don't care about losing people once you get to that stage you're just like well i'm feel pretty fucking alone anyway so let's just do it and see how they react and um
Yeah, it's definitely an interesting one, seeing people react. But I think if people really love you and really care, they stick around. And if they don't, then you watch them fucking leave. Because you don't deserve that person in your life. You don't need their shit. If they're not going to stick around for you and you are struggling, you don't need their fucking shit. And that's something else I've come to learn. It's kind of like if you tell a person how you're feeling and they they don't care and yet you genuinely thought they would that that's the time to fucking walk away from them that's the time with their friends boyfriends girlfriends family parents whatever that's the time you walk the fuck away from them because they are going to be one of the reasons that you can't get better that you can't be honest with yourself and quite frankly you don't need that especially since Life can be short enough and painful enough as it is and you do not need anybody else helping you to feel any worse than you already do. I mean, if you've had depression or you are depressed, you know we can be at 100% horrible to ourselves more so than anybody else on this goddamn earth. So wasting your time on people that aren't going to support you and help you is just completely pointless. And I think that is the first thing you kind of really need to do is figure out who you want in your life and who is actually going to help you through this. And then you speak to them. And then obviously you kind of take it every day step by step until it's not an all-consuming thought of unhappiness. But uh, yeah, it's just... One day at a time, keep going, keep trucking. And of course, I mean, it could be years down the line and you may still just have one of those days where you think, wow, what am I doing? Where am I going? Why am I bothering? But you just keep doing it. You just keep going. Because we all do. But uh, I think what we'll do is we should talk about some of the signs Um Obviously, I can only say some of these based off of kind of the way I went. Um, so, as a teenage girl, um, I was always a very quiet girl anyway. So, I, I guess I would kind of retreated back into myself a little more than usual. But, obviously, with friends at school, at home... I still seemed completely normal. I was still that just happy kind of girl. If you could say that, I very much kind of kept it to the privacy of my own room. I I wouldn't kind of show anybody the way I was feeling. Obviously, like, if you looked at me from a distance and I wasn't with anybody, then, yeah, you could probably see it, you know, very unhappy look on my face, kind of just daydreaming but um yeah there's kind of people either go quiet I mean if they're very happy very talkative you can definitely notice that especially if they're not trying to keep a face um and obviously if they are there are definitely flaws within that like you can watch the smile drop you can watch the fake smile and you can 
if you know a person you can tell a fake smile um obviously if they if you're a a person that goes out a lot and then all of a sudden they they're like they stop that's definitely kind of a sign um staying up late saying they can't sleep um obviously long sleeves and whatnot in the summer of course that doesn't actually mean that somebody could be self-harming or anything but you just never know um but obviously if you do feel somebody self-harming like please don't just like grab an arm or something and like rip it up you definitely want to go about it a kind way even if you don't think they're self-harming you think they're depressed you definitely want to go around it in a calm way because if you kind of jump on a person with depression they are going to retreat and they're just going to deny it and be like nah i'm good i'm just tired i just had trouble sleeping lately you know and as an adult with the depression you can actually just come up with a lot a lot of excuses as to like why you're not sleeping or why you're grouchy or any kind of thing like that so you definitely have to watch um and sometimes there might not even be signs all of a sudden they can just go from happy to sad within like a little kind of click and that's kind of because people have already been dealing with it for quite some time and they've just hit breaking point but it's never anything to worry about it's never anything to fear you know your family member could get it you could get it brother sister friend colleague co-worker whatever anybody you know can end up with depression and it's not something you want to fear it's just something you want to understand be accepting of and just tell them that you are there whenever they need them because sometimes that's all people want is somebody to just listen and just like yep i totally get it it's cool it's understandable like you aren't crazy for feeling that way we still love you though you're still the best person in our lives you know just just kind of reassure them if anybody ever does say like they're depressed and and just help them kind of feel loved because that's like the number one thing that everybody in the world who feels depressed feels they just feel lonely and unloved no matter how many people are around them and that's what you've got to reassure people whether they're friends family whatever you just got to remind them that they are needed on this earth they're loved on this earth people care about them and if they went there would be a big goddamn hole missing on them but um yeah so that was a bit of a deep topic for our second episode back but i did say there would be a few of them and i wanted to kind of give a brief story i don't know how long you guys want podcasts to be so we're going to start off with shorter ones and get into longer ones if you like or we'll keep them short but it's just kind of a, a little brief overview of my depression and maybe some symptoms and some signs and things you can do to kind of help people uh of course if you want to know more i will try and leave some links um but you can just kind of google and read for yourself and it's always good to you know inform yourself get some information you know even 
if you don't think anybody you do know is depressed, just to kind of help yourself so you, you know what's going on in case anybody around you ever does kind of say they're depressed or even if you just want to know a bit more and you just want to kind of enlighten yourself on like what's going on, why it's not something to like joke about or why it's a serious issue, it's it's always great to have more people to be understanding when it comes to the, the like the issues. So definitely have a Google. I will leave some links below so you can all check them out if you want to. Uh, thank you ever so much for listening. Hopefully this has been an interesting podcast and I will speak to you next time. Bye.